Hi everyone and welcome to another of our Giant Sisters podcast um, interviewing phenomenal women. I'm here today with Vicky Taylor, founder of the Taylor Boutique uh, fashion label and The Shelter. Vicky has been in business around 19 years and has a very successful, thriving industry. Now I'll ask Vicky just to give us a bit, bit of information about herself. Hi Joe. So I'm Vicky Taylor. I've been designing and making clothes and hopefully making women feel fabulous in their clothes for 19 years here in New Zealand. And three years ago I decided to take my creativity to another level when I opened something called The Shelter, which is a big concept store in Ponsonby. And The Shelter basically is to accommodate everybody, for people who have got some beautiful homewares, basically give inspiring talented New Zealanders and international brands a place to showcase their product in a really beautiful space. And I'm here with her today and I can tell you it is a gorgeous space and there's some wonderful products in here. So um, Vicky, what in terms of the power of intention, did you design your life and career the way it is or has it evolved or has it been a bit of both? No, I think, Joe, like any creative, I tried desperately hard not to go into the fashion industry. Right. So sadly, I, I didn't succeed very well at that particular <laughs> intention. Um, so no, I sort of, I've always had a creative bent and it was quite what to do with it. Mm. I come, I'm actually third generation fashion industry in New Zealand. Wow. So I tried desperately hard to stay away and looked at graphic design and played with a few other things. But the, uh, the constant change and the fact that when I see a beautiful textile I just I can see garments yes. just comes out so I just have to make them that's, oh, <laughs> so that's, that's really how it started that's amazing um, and, and what advice would you give to school leavers today if they want to enter the fashion industry what sort of pathway or what would you suggest they do Oh, first thing I'd say is, are you sure? Are you really, really sure you want to enter the fashion industry in New Zealand? Um, it's really hard work. It has a the fashion industry has a very glamorous crust on it, but it's very hard work on the inside. But it is so rewarding, and I think if you've got a real passion, like I just love making women feel better about themselves, and if I can do that in any way I can, that's the aim of what I want to do. So make sure you really know what you want to do, how you want to do it and I still to this day get a set of goosebumps when I see the perfect garment come out of my sample room, it's gone mm. from this little idea to suddenly something real and something tangible and then I can watch somebody put it on and then they can see them walking down the street in it. and that's that's the biggest reward anybody can have Yeah Yeah, absolutely and as you are a fashion entrepreneur what are some of the uniquely fashion elements to being a fashion entrepreneur, can you share with us? Um, well, as I sit there and say, there's a very glamorous crust, and um, for that I do. I get to go to Paris twice a year, and I get into Italy once a year, and I hunt through all the textile mills in Italy where I find my, my, my textiles, which are my inspiration. Um, and these aren't big glamorous factories. They're really low-key tin sheds. There's the little three-wheeled uppy driving around with the looms on it. But the people who make the textiles are, are creatives. They're, they're so passionate about what they do, and you know, when you just you talk to these people and you see what their products are and that's where I get my inspiration from and I start my buying basically well my designing starts initially where I start there then I generally go into Paris and I'm very lucky to go to Paris Fashion Week twice a year for buying for the shelter where I bring in beautiful international brands like Izzy Miyake, Marta Magella, um, Uma Wang who's this, her manufacturer and her textiles are just beautiful she's the one of the leading Chinese designers who nowadays works out of Italy so I get to go to these beautiful places and they always invite me to their fashion shows which are very glamorous and beautiful but I much prefer to be in the showroom where I'm with the designers themselves and their, their teams 
and we see all the clothes. They, of course, always have these beautiful six-foot-tall models who put everything on for us. But, um, but yeah, it is really, really lovely to actually be able to touch and see these designers and see the inside workings of their businesses as well. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun and a lot of hard work, Vicky. Yeah, absolutely. So in terms of embracing lessons, you know, what challenges have you experienced that have shaped you as a person the most? Ooh, I suppose, you know, being in business, there's always challenges and things like that that, that do shape you. Um, I think I don't want to, to, you know, go on about little, little negative things. So I think, I think the biggest thing that you learn in business is you learn resilience mm. and you learn that whilst something comes your way it might not be quite the way you expected it to be is look at it from a different perspective because there always is another way to look at it and out of that will sometimes come your biggest opportunities Mm. so that's probably what I've learnt with the little challenges that have come around my way and as I say that's 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 creative fashion but it's also just any (laughs) any business person needs to be able to look at different things from different directions yeah absolutely and looking at uh sheroes or heroes and your inspiration i mean are they fashionistas are they who who are your inspirational people um i suppose here i probably sit on several different levels don't i because i mean like design wise there's always the companies like i mean i've been very spoiled to have been inside the inside workings of and demulemister and people like that leading belgium designers martin magella their their maison in paris is just divine so people like that who i've inspired like they inspired me when i was a young design student right through to nowadays they can still you know floor me with a whole lot of graffiti covered Margiela like I saw last season so they're probably my heroes on the fashion side when it comes to business though I do I put on another hat um there are some really incredibly talented and creative people out there um and these days I've got to sit there and say I mean people like Sarah Rob O'Hagan I don't know if people do or don't know her as a New Zealander who's working done amazing things and these days I'm actually lucky enough to say she wears some of my clothes so (laughs) (laughs) so that's really when your hero really becomes a bit more real to you which is very exciting that's awesome um, and giving back, um, uh, you've told me a bit of a uh, few things before we were on air about how you work with the community and other fashion designers in terms of your giving back. Would you mind sharing some of that? Okay. So, so with the shelter, when we set up the shelter, the idea was to be able to... Um, put New Zealand designers in a different showcase. Basically the whole fashion industry, the retail system is changing so fast. Mm. And if you're a young designer coming out today, one thing that's happening in the New Zealand fashion industry is our manufacturing base in New Zealand is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. We're still turning out these incredible creatives. Now for these creatives to be able to get better at what they do, they need to be able to produce small quantities, which means producing still in New Zealand. So um, So if we lose our manufacturing base too far, we will also unfortunately lose our creative edge that I think New Zealand just does so well on so I really don't want to lose that so we keep everything um, from Taylor manufactured in New Zealand because we can then keep all of these businesses in business with every New Zealand made garment you buy you actually keep five other New Zealand businesses in business so I didn't know if anybody knew that but that's that's how many different businesses a piece of clothing goes through to get to the end so there's that side of it but then also taking these young designers when they come out of design school they're filled with ideas and inspiration and what we do at the shelter is we then select a few of these people each season to come in and to be able to put their ranges here so we can basically take care of the retail for them that's one thing that designers are you know that's another aspect of their business that they haven't had a chance to deal with so we put their collections in they get to show it the way they want to show it they get to dress windows and they can basically get their creative energies out and show their ranges the way they want to we also are able enabling them to put then their product in beside leading international designers like mm. Margiela and Uma Wang and Azimiyaki so when those people are ready and their businesses are growing well enough they can go into an international 
you know, basically an yes. international platform and take them and say, look, I stock in a store in New Zealand where I sit beside international designers, so hopefully that will open up bigger doors for them internationally as well. That's a wonderful initiative. That's fantastic. So Vicky, are there any new and exciting projects or innovations that you have up your sleeve that are coming up for 2018? Oh, Joe, there's, um, there's lots of exciting things that are always in my little, like, wonder if I could ever do. There's one in particular that... Um, I am. I'm looking at, but I'm. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm probably going to need a little bit of uh, some expressions of interest in some finance or something like that. So, hey, if you know anybody out there, please come and have a talk because I've got some fabulous ideas I'd love to roll out. Absolutely. Do you want to share your email address? Oh, I'm very simple to find. I'm Vicky at TaylorBoutique.co.nz. There you go. Heard it there. Okay. Thanks, Vicky. And as we reflect on New Zealand's 125th year anniversary of the suffrage vote, women getting the vote here. If we think about the status quo in New Zealand and around the world, you know, what's your thoughts on the lives of um, women and girls? I think women and girls sit in an incredibly, incredibly um, lucky position in New Zealand. I think, I think, yeah, like anywhere, we can always do better. But I mean, we certainly grew up in a generation, or I grew up in a generation where girls were told we could do anything and everything, and we certainly have tried. Yeah. And I think if we can maintain that and that open-minded things, I think women are incredibly powerful. Mm. Um, living in fashion, I can also sit there and say, I think there is a reason why they don't give us our 18-year-old bodies with our 40-year-old minds, yes. because we would be just too damn right dangerous for the rest of the world to cope with. <laughs> I love that, Vicky. That's perfect. Um, Vicky and I have known each other for quite a few years. We actually went to school together and it's been a real pleasure chatting to you today. Thank you, Vicky. Oh, look, lovely to see you again, Joe. Thank you so much. Thank you.